Are you okay? No. Right. <laughs> Free oatcakes for all, not for you, you fat bastards. Hey, Hannah, would you like to do a podcast with me? No, thank you. Welcome to episode 36 of Ghost Hunt. It doesn't, it feels like there's been more episodes. More. Do you enjoy that we... Wow. Foley. Okay, no, no, no. It's not how Foley works. Asthma. And it's not asthma, it's ASMR. Asthma. It's ASMR. Work like this. Um, do you like that we say welcome to Ghost Hunts together? Or do you think it sounds a bit? I think it's chaotic as fuck. Should we change it? Should we do a word each? Welcome to Ghost Hunts. No, this episode is thirty-seven. Whatever. Fuck, you ruined. Okay, do it again. Go on. Welcome to Ghost Hunts. Episode thirty-six. Yeah, we did it. No, okay, we're never going to. I think what we should do in future is carry on reading it together. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're obviously doing two records in a day because we've got the same outfit on. And we met previously and talked about how how our week was. Well... And I slagged someone off. Do you know what? I Yeah, that happened. I would say that, Hannah, I... Um, you're probably listening to this just before we're off to Edinburgh. I have fear. What? Basically, in Edinburgh for three weeks, I'm house-sitting. And yeah. I'm house-sitting a big creepy three-story <laughs> house and i'm going to be by myself and like the the reason i i'm doing what about that, the lesbian couple mm, well, they're not gonna be i don't think you. they'll be there i think i'm alone and the the the, the deal is that i like water the plants oh. and then i get the place for free i'm gonna come and stay one night yeah please do because honestly like having started this podcast i'm now like lynn's in the corner i'm getting fucking haunted someone's coming for my face yeah. like i just I'm really scared of staying in that flat for three weeks alone. And, like, I need, I need to just, like, suck it up and be like, it's fine, it's free accommodation, like, it's extortionate at the fringe. But I'm like, I'm, I've got the dread. I think we'll record an episode in your haunted house of the pod. No, because what you'll do is get the Ouija board out and be yeah. like, yeah, there's tonnes of spirits yeah. here, and then you'll fuck off yeah. to your... No, I'll stay with you. Yeah, but then the next night... Oh, yeah, I won't That's be when it replays. Night. 
As you don't want to do it in your haunted house. I just don't really want to stay in the haunted house, but then it's saving me £2,000. Yeah. I suck it up and get haunted, is what I say. <laughs> suck um, it up and get haunted. Speaking of haunted houses, mm -hmm. um, we did tell everybody on Patreon the other day that the story about my mum... Feeling someone to have her back. She actually did make up, so she's a fucking bitch. No, hey, mom. She's, she's lovely. No, she's not. She's great, but she did make it up. However, yesterday, yeah, right, I was leaving Stoke, ready to go and do my drive to London as I always do, and I walked into the hallway. And now you've been to my house, so you know where the hallway is. Yeah, the door to the cellar was open. What? With the light on and nobody. Like we don't go in that cellar. Then mum was like. Is someone down the cellar? And then she was like, Harry, Harry, nothing. Then Alexa started making weird noises. Oh my God, that happened when I was there. Yeah, well, we found out what that was. It was my dad's shit iPad. Oh. <laughs> that is so broken. Shy it's got pad. like shards of glass. Every time he swipes up, he loses a thumbprint. Because <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked. Um, but yeah, that happened. So that was a bit creepy. So then I left. Wow. I left, bitch. What do you think that is? Like, what's going on uh, there? I think we're getting haunted, mate. I think it's... You've I got a haunted house. I think my mum's pissed off the spirits because she's lied. Mm. And I think that they don't me. like a lie. They like me. The spirits like me. I see. They really like me. They like me. Well, you they say think that. I'm great. You say that. Wait until they're sat at the end of your bed. Um, coming for your face. I do keep having... I don't know if... To, I'm not... I'm not an anxious person I don't have anxiety as a thing but I do mm. keep having dreams not even dreams but I keep jolting awake no, like really Ugh. as if you've just fallen from a plane exactly yeah <laughs> have you watched Hijack with Idris Elba my mum you told my mum to watch it didn't you yeah. she's been she, that poor demented cow she's been going around trying to find <laughs> the she texted my auntie Karen the other day being like oh, Karen I watched Hijack I thought it was brilliant oh, what about she that like it? loved it yeah she was like what oh. about that ending and Karen's like what are you talking Sarah, about don't give you any spoilers about oh my auntie Karen did send me um, something that's on in Stoke tonight actually that it's not but obviously we're not there so I can't even go but it was it's True life encounters about eerie encounters with dolls. Oh my god, that's so up our alley. It's like in a museum. True life encounters abound of eerie encounters with apparently possessed or cursed objects that bedevil their unfortunate owners. And this original one man show, Don't Go Into the Salata Salata? Don't go into the Salah Theatre Group present Devil Dolls. That's weird. Don't go into the cellar. And you literally told me about your haunted cellar. Oh, do you think we can get up to um Oh that's so sad that so we can get up to Stoke on Friday? But then yeah, you just you said the words one man show and I, I lost my oh, I'd go. I think. I don't think I would. Who's the bloke doing it? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it going to be a theatre piece with a bit of eerie on I the side? I don't mind it, though, to be honest. What? Yeah, I suppose you so. You know, one-man show gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that is scarier than anything else. <laughs> In the really. wrong way. Um, he's probably white. He's probably a Tory. Anyway. <laughs> so there's a lady who messaged us on Instagram called Amy, and... She was writing about, um, do you remember the episode that I read out where we did a creep of the week about the, the girl called Amy who went to Devon with her dad? Oh, and were they and she like... She saw the doppelganger. Yes. And then afterwards she got sick and yes. that kind of stuff. She was like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, So yes, Amy has written in and said, hello, ladies. I absolutely love the podcast and listen to it whenever I can. I just listened to episode 31 and heard the story about Amy. Oh, there's two Amy. That's another Amy. Yeah, Amy to Amy. Doppelganger. Amy to Amy. Funky to funky. Are you okay? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm... 
<laughs> I keep doing that to my nephew and he goes, uh-huh. That really sarcastically. He's sarky. He's so cute. He's fucking stunning, isn't he? Okay. Um I just listened to a I just listened to episode 31 and heard the story from Amy about going to the haunted cabin and how she saw someone who looked like her on the camera footage. Well, I've heard, though never experienced it for myself, that when a person sees a doppelganger, they get violently sick. And she was sick. Exactly. And she said, according to legend or myth, a person is not actually supposed to come into contact with a doppelganger because it's unnatural. From what it sounds like, Amy may have come into contact with her doppelganger. Keep up the great work and hello from the US. That explains why I always get ill whenever I watch something with Angelina Jolie and it always, <laughs> it really does explain it. <laughs> Mr and Mrs Smith, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> should I can't, I can't look at Tomb Raider without... I get. <laughs> I have to get. I have to get in the bath. It's in both hands. Have you ever done that? And you've been so, so incredibly ill that you've had to get in the bath. No, you just love. Well, it's in coming the out bath. of both ends. Mm, like no. you know when the heave of the sick. Please pushes. don't, because that will make honestly the listeners want to vom. No eating you episode. Can't, don't heave onto the mic. <sighs> no, but I won't do it. But you know when you do, and it's like, oh, you have to get I in think, the bath. No. I've got in the bath before. You love a bath. Not not full of my own piss, shit and vomit, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really, really I've hope heard this episode's called Piss, Shit and Vomit. Uh, no, it's not going to be called that. <laughs> I've heard different rumours, Hannah. What? I've heard you love that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you're talking to, fucking kill them. Okay. It's actually a bird. A little bird. A little birdie. A little tweet little, tweet. little comedy birdie. Tweet, tweet. Do you know what? Comedy is set. It's too close, isn't it? There's too many people. We all know each other. It's weird. I think Comedy's we're, the, we're weird. the best ones in the industry. <laughs> we're the, we, we, are the, we are the most arrogant. <laughs> we're, no, we're the most confident. Do you think? Yeah. I'm oh, very, yeah. No, but you know you were saying... Before, I'm very confident in how funny I am. But we were saying I'm quite sensitive. Very sensitive soul, aren't I? I think... I don't, yeah, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I like, I don't, like if someone comedy is the wrong industry for me, really, because I'm so sensitive to other people. Yeah, but you're not really that sensitive. You're just like, I think you're sensitive, like if somebody personally sneeps you. No, sneeps? Talk, yeah. What no, does that, that mean? Word, sneep. Like, like sneeps and tatties? No, that's neeps. Uh. <laughs> Sauce. Neeps and tatties is like uh, a big tatties. insult with mashed potato. Um, it's like an insult. You look like they sneep you. You're like, oh, that was a bit mean. Is that like youth talk? Like, why are you sneeping me? No, not at all. It's it's. I'm going to fucking Google this. Hang on. I'm sure it's, unless it's a stokeism. I think you're talking shit. Sneep. Sneeps and tatties. Sneeps and tatties. <laughs> Have you ever had sneeps and tatties? What is that? Sorry. <laughs> What is, is neeps and tatties, um, uh, turnips and potatoes? God, oh, yeah, it is, I think. I'm showing oh. my ignorance here. Sneeps is a word exclusive to Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> An example <laughs> of being sneeped. <laughs> Free oatcakes for everyone, but not for you, fatty. <laughs> And then what would you say? <laughs> you sneaked me. Yeah, you're like, oh, that really sneaked me, that did. Yeah, it's so you, is it? Can you be like, you sneaked me? Yeah, yeah. And that was you a sneak. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's a good word. Noun and a verb, eh? Um, I love so a noun yeah, and a verb. Sneaked, not with the potatoes. Free oat cakes for all, not for you, you fat bastard. <laughs> 
Okay, who, ate all the who the pies? fuck wants an oat cake anyway? The... What, the Stoke oat cake? You didn't have one, did you, when you came up? No. The Stoke oat cake is amazing, and I won't hear another word about it. Bacon, well, cheese, sausage. Oh, you have told me about this. Yeah, they're, they're like savoury pancakes. You keep talking about it and then never giving them I one. I need to bring them. When I go back to Stoke on You're Monday... You're like dangling the proverbial oh, oat cake. maybe I'll bring some to York because me and Susie are going on a little writing retreat. Oh. We're going to York. We're going to um, the mill at... Wor- at the Millet somewhere, I can't remember what it's called. Um, we're gonna Is it called, in, like, the Millet Sonning or something? The Millet... Uh, Yawning. Sonning. The Millet somewhere, yeah. I can't remember what it is, though. You just scratch your face and then I just scratch mine? I actually, like, was right at the edge of my nose. It kind of looked like I picked it, but I didn't. So we're going to say... We keep on to say the Millet Worston, but it's not called that. The Millet, anyway. We're going to somewhere called that. We're going to do a little bit of writing. Millet. We're going to do some content. Yeah, we are. We're obviously taking the Ouija board. Yeah, I think this, we're going to be a pair of spooky bitches in York. And apparently York's quite haunted. Oh, I'm so excited. I think there's loads. Uh, to be fair, I'm going to gen up on all the ghost stories oh, like about little, York. There's little, um, what are they, little dwellings? Yeah. Little forest I think dwellings. some people have written in about York. They're like, oh, you've got to do a, like a ghost show there. Oh. Because I do think there's a, there's a lot of um, history well, attached to York. <laughs> oh, my God, that was horrible. I've literally never well, found someone imagine, so Imagine I was like, hey, Hannah, would you like to do a podcast with me? No, thank you. I, I've got a good idea. To, uh, what's about Not with you, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> no oatcakes for you, fatty. OK, shall I pick a tarot card? Oh, yes, please. <sighs> no? You're, it's like you're doing I the... You're you know when um, you're, like, playing Lion... With a kid, you're going, rawr. That's what you do a lot. And you just poured kombucha down your face. Kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm podcasting by myself again. Hey, guys. Um, how you doing? Can you explain to the listeners. Um, Hannah is shutting her eyes, um, staring up at the ceiling with her hand just floating over a, a pile of messy tarot cards at her face down. And she's rubbing one, rubbing one off. She felt a frisson. Frisson. Um oh, I could absolutely murder a prosecco right now. Oh, wouldn't that? Do you know, I came. I think soon we're going to have to do a drunk episode. Oh yeah. Okay. It's about time. Oh my god, what is it? I think we've had this before. Oh, I like a repeat. It's the Knight of Cups. Oh, fancy fella on a horse. Fancy fella on earth. Fancy fella on... Oh, look at you on your pony. Oh, right. Look right. at you, you massive dickhead on your pony. Oh, this is really nice. Is it? It's nice. The knight is representative of someone who is in tune with his emotion. Ah, his? Yeah, it's because he's the Racist. knight, isn't it? Bunch of racists. He will listen to his heart, his her heart, regardless if it is logical or not. Emotions. Hashtag emotions. Um, I don't think I'm that emotional when I make decisions. I think if anything, I'm the other way around. I'm but I think it, for the episode, you're going to be. Oh yeah. You, it's just going to be emotions only. Oh, it's just going to be. You're going to be vibing it. Oh, That's God. what it means. You're just going to be like. Like with goosebumps, you're going to be using your heart rather than your head to make decisions. Stunning. Absolutely. There he Stunning. Is. That's a lovely card, isn't it? Can we set it together now? Stunning. 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 Okay, one, two, three. Stunning. Stunning. Tell you what, Hannah, do you remember when I. Last week. Oh, we've got to get through your part three. No, sorry. Excuse I just... me. <laughs> I didn't mean it. In that oh way. my god. 
That is so rude. I think I'm the next fucking Martin Amos. Who? <laughs> I don't know why he was Who's the first Martin author Amos? that I... Who's Amos. Who's that? Son of Kingsley Amos. Who's that? Um, he's a writer... What he, he wrote the Rachel Papers. He wrote um, a book called him. Money. He he's like this celebrated author, but he actually threw an Evening Standard at me on the tube. What? <laughs> yeah, he's a mad cunt. What do you mean he threw oh, an Evening Standard? I shouldn't have said see you next Tuesday. I'm sorry, uh, but he was. He was. Um, I think he was just a bit of a fucking bastard. Why did he throw a paper at you on the tube? He, it was really weird. I was sat on the tube, and he sat down. And he just he didn't want the paper under his. Bum, because you know when you have to move the paper aside, and he yeah. held it. He just held it straight at me, and I was like, "What a mad he was, he was really mad. But you know, one of those like like literary genius uh, types. I don't have time for them. But I don't either. And I was like, "What a fucking dick move!" Yeah, just because you're apparently a genius doesn't mean you can go around being a dick. I know. And he threw it, and then he died recently. Good. No, that was oh me. My God, I swear we've had his initials come up on the the widger. What essay? Um, Sartin Amos. <laughs> Fucking Sartan. Sartan means Sartan. Um, pan. Okay. <laughs> what was his name again? Martinez. M.A. Oh. Um, no, it was R.C. No, we've had... We've, I've definitely... I don't know. Have you run into any R.C.'s recently? R.C.'s. R.C.'s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Okay, crack on with your good. part three. Can you please remind the listeners of what I talked about last time? You were in a survey with a bloke in a fridge and a mad bastard. And the lights just plunged and the lights into plunged. darkness. So the TikTok live stalker was actually in the service station. Survey? Survey. Guest station. Yes. And part two ends. I looked in horror as I saw the body of a young guy with slick dark hair. His dark eyes stared ahead, lifeless. As I snapped my head back to the counter, the light switched off and I was plunged into darkness. Over here, I heard him whisper. Part three. I can't explain how, but anger rose up through me like a snake, rearing its head before biting its victim. I was no longer in flight mode. I wanted this guy dead. It was me or him and I was ready. He was a murderer. Anything I did from here on in was self-defence. You're so, you're getting so, like, goody to you. He's a murderer. I, I'm allowed. I, just, <laughs> I want you dead, actually. I don't like it. Injustice. <laughs> Anything I did from here on in was self-defence. I heard his sneakers squeak across the floor in the direction of the pay desk and towards me. The neon lights from outside lit the shop and cast shadows into the murky darkness at the back of the store. I was armed. He was not. Let him find me. I gritted my teeth and gripped the knife even tighter. I'm not scared of you, I said. It was meant to come out differently. Instead, I whispered it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I can't even do my fucking voices. What did you say? <laughs> I, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you, he whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Put your name in the goblet of fire. That's like my Dumbledore whispers. <laughs> That's like my whisper. <laughs> whisper. I like a whisper. Whisper. As, as a chocolate. As a chocolate. Chocolate bee. Oh my god. It's good, isn't it? The air pockets make my, it. Oh, Aero. Aero. I would argue that a whisper is the best 
chocolate best. in the market. Yeah. Oh, that's a big. Or what were you saying? Used to be bounty. Controversial, I know. Excuse and don't judge me for it. No, I enjoy a bounty. I don't. It's not the best. Do you know what caramel wafer? What caramel wafer bar? Tonics. What from Tonics? Yeah. You might be onto something there. I think that's one of the best. That is. It's stunning. a treat. Have you ever? Have you ever bitten the end off both and then sucked your tea up through it? Yes. I am so hungry. Okay. I need to get some. We need to not ever podcast when we're hungry. Because all we end up doing is being like, have you had a crumpet? I need a crumpet. Have you had a pie? I would love one of those crumpets now, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. Let's carry on. I'm going to drink some of my kombucha. I was armed. He was not. Let him find me. I gritted my teeth and gripped the knife even tighter. I'm not scared of you, I said. It was meant to come out differently. Instead, I whispered it almost to myself. I walked down the aisle closest to me towards the back of the store. Then I heard leaping, like he was skipping towards me. You should be scared of me, he whispered in my ear. I swung round. He was by my side, and I saw his face lit up by the torch on his phone. He was still streaming the TikTok live. He was cackling. I swung the knife out in front of me, swiping the air. He leapt back, nimble. He was fast. Do it, he said. It's what they're here to see. And with that, he lifted the phone, like he was going to take a selfie of us. I saw the horror show on the screen, the comments streaming, variations on kill her and other things I'm too repulsed to mention. I saw my face staring in horror on the screen. I saw him staring into the screen, gleeful, jeering. I was being streamed. Oh my he God, looked... this is such social commentary, Susie. You've gone real political here, I'm impressed. Political. He looked into the camera and did the peace sign. This was my chance. Peace sign? Ah, oh, what a twat. Mm-hmm. This was my chance. Is this what he wanted? Maybe. Fuck you, I said, and without thinking, I plunged the knife into his side. His eyes went wide in horror. It isn't what he expected. I laughed. I couldn't stop. I grabbed his phone as he tumbled to the floor. I held the live stream in front of my face, laughing and choking on the tears rolling down my face. Shock emoji screamed. Shock emoji streamed. Like that. Mm-hmm. WTF, no fucking way. The comments kept coming. I just stared into the camera. This is what you wanted. And then I ended it. The phone went dark. I could just hear my breathing and the man at my feet spluttering. I walked as if in a dream to the counter. I found my phone. I called the police. They arrived and I explained everything. My mind was numb. They took me in for questioning. Eventually, I was put on trial. I was acquitted. The jury said I acted reasonably, given the circumstances. The case was splashed across the news, but people forgot fairly quickly. I decided to pack up and leave the house after everything that happened. Years later, I live in a bustling city now and have gotten on with my life. I have a new job and my new flat doesn't have any outside space. Is this a fucking memoir? Can you please let me get on with it? Jesus Christ. Can you fucking stay with the story? I now live in an abandoned farmhouse, which I have to not to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually gone to Farrow and Ball, and I've picked out three colours, which are actually quite complementary of each other. Good Elephant's shoo-shoo. breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I have a new job and my new flat doesn't have any outside space. I live on the ninth floor of the bar. <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up, please? I'm trying to... Just this is my debut. Some amazing this is the debut break. of my novel and you are being, quite frankly, outrageous. <laughs> you done? Exposed brick. <laughs> I exposed my brick? Granite worktops. I live on the ninth floor of an apartment block. I feel safer here. Oh, look at that island. Kitchen Island. Can you please? Sock in it. Mezzanine. Hashtag mezzanine. I feel safer here. You might wonder if I deleted TikTok. You'd think I would. But the honest answer is no. We know you haven't. You were sat doing a shit looking at it the other day. Okay. <laughs> Every now and then, I drive away from the city into the hills and I press go live. I don't have any intention beyond just wandering through the woods, through the hills. I find it comforting. I just hope I don't appear in your backyard anytime soon. Oh. Because I don't know what I'm capable of. Oh my God, it's turned around. Thank you. I put no, a twist in. Very good. Thank you. And there's you just mugging me off about the interior design. Very but good. it was all. When you were like, reason. three years later, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're like, how long is this part three? <laughs> no, it was very good. Thank it you. It was very good. It was better than mine, to be fair. Yeah, any literary agents listening, um, get in touch. Ghosthunspod at gmail.com and address it to Susie. Um, yeah. I will write... Actually, you know what? I'm actually... That's thrilled me. I could write horror books. Why don't you try and write a story for next week? I will. Oh, God. And you, you have to as well. Uh, I did, and you mugged mine off. Yeah, it's just your, it yours makes mine look better. I thought my initial one was good, the Barney one. Do you back oh, it was actually. Did I, I think... ever admit to that? that yeah, yeah, we did. We written. discussed that you wrote it. I think like you actually should write a serious one, like a oh, proper scary. Just, being sincere really doesn't suit me. But you did for the Barney story, mm, and it was good. Was it sincere? It was a bit daft, though, wasn't mm. it? Okay, um, do you want a little story? Yes, please. I'd like another story. Okay, so this one is a bit of a longie, guys. I don't normally go for longies, but today I thought, why the fuck not? Let me just find the link. By the way, while she's finding the link, um, if any of you really loved my writing, oh my um, can God. you write in and tell me, please? That would be great. Jesus Christ. <sighs> she did validation. Yeah, she does, actually. Oh, my fringe is a fucking... Oh, my mess. God. So I've been thinking about getting a fringe. But not... I've been thinking about right, getting get a out. curtain. All right, why no, are you so been, obsessed with me? I've been thinking about getting a curtain thing. Curtains? Curtain bangs. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're quite a lot longer. Like oh, there. like a long fringe. A yeah. longy. So it's not It's not actually across my forehead. It's just either this goes short You mean here. just feathered at the front? No. I mean, like, actually getting it cut so that it's this bit shorter. And then just wearing a roller every day and then, like, letting it flick back. No. Mm, I'm going to say that you take an inspiration off me and that's really nice. Um, I think you should do it. We could be I the fringe. Oh, my God, fringes for the fringe. Fringe for fringe? Yeah, I think we should both have a maybe, fringe Maybe fringe. Could, I also really want to get a piercing. Will you come with me? Uh, yeah, of course. Which piercing are you getting? I'm not sure. I think, maybe, I think yeah. for me, a piercings. What piercing? I was thinking here. Oh, at the top? No, there, in the middle. The middle of the ear? A ho uh, like a hoop. A hoop? Get a hoop. Have you got it? You're getting your hoop done. I'm getting me up pierced. Getting me ass up pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming with you for that. That's for fucking sure. You're like, hold my hand. I'm like, no, fucking not. <laughs> hold my gusset. <laughs> getting my arms up. Getting a hoop done. <laughs> 
Pierced who? Do you think there is such a thing as a as a pierced arsehole? hundred percent. Really? Because how would any... you poo out of it? You just what do you what are you want about? You can poo over anything. What's thr- what's what do you what are you want about? What if you got your bum all pierced? It's just a bit. It's just a bit. It will feel like a bump on. Hang your on. Are you talking about your cheek? Or are you talking about the actual bum hole? The hole. But if even if you have got a piercing like like a a stud, it's fine. It's just a little bump, isn't it? it depends how big the fucking ear oh, is. Oh, see, I thought <laughs> cheek to cheek. What like a fucking like a cage on your arsehole. <laughs> like your arse. You like your arsehole's in prison. <laughs> Obviously, the episode title is going to be Cage or Arsehole. <laughs> Your arsehole is in prison. Arsehole uh, cage. Arsehole cage. Why would you think that? Um, like, what did you mean? Like a line across Yeah. It? Like one of those yeah. bars that you That's get across. exactly your... what I thought, yeah. Like a, like a cufflink. Yeah, so every time you'd go for number twos. It would split it split in two. two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, this took a horrible His and turn, hers. didn't it? Okay, this story is called Don't Go to the Ghost Town Inn. My earphones just creaked. Did you hear that? Yeah. One late summer day... Hang on, you didn't finish the title? It's called Don't Go to the Ghost Town Inn. Oh. Oh, (laughs) I-N-N. I was like, in where? What a fucking... That was like a Harry Hill sketch, isn't it? (laughs) Don't go to the Ghost Town Inn. In where? (laughs) Okay. Oh, I'm actually quite scared. I need some more kombucha. Okay, this is called Don't Go to the Ghost Town Inn, IWN. I see. One late summer day, my old Uncle Greg called to tell me his sister had suffered from cardiac arrest. Okay, turns out it's not that funny. The news of my aunt's passing would send me off on a cross-country road trip while my wife stayed at home to look after the dogs and the cats. That's quite a lot of animals. So sorry, he's fucked off. He's, his aunt's dead. Yeah. So now he's going on a cross-country road trip alone. And his mm. wife's got to stay at home. What, just up for grief, like a road trip? No, because I assume it's like for funerals. Oh, right. <laughs> for grief. For grief. <laughs> Sorry. This, this one goes out for grief. Sorry, I have to go on a mega bus tour around Europe <laughs> for my grief. Um, yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Um, Sarah protested at first, saying that she wanted to be there for emotional support, but this wasn't my first funeral procession. There you go. And truth mm. be told, I was never really that close to my aunt, so I didn't care. I was just going to be there for Greg. So after convincing Sarah to just stay at home and spend the week relaxing, I was off on my road trip. Little did I know what I'd be getting into. Oh my God. My first day cruising the interstate went off without a hitch, despite the sullen nature of the journey. Getting out and seeing the open countryside of multiple different states made my spirit feel lightweight and free of life's day-to-day grind. Mm. I did a road trip in America. I did it in California. It's absolutely stunning. Well, you saw Big Sue. Big Sue! I'd end the first day by pulling into a cosy little town, stopping at a small mom-and-pop diner. I don't know what that is. I'm assuming a diner run by a mom and a dad. Okay, then. What? Great. Mm, before checking in at a nearby motel. Day two seemed a little bit more hectic. Waking up late, I rushed out of the hotel and hit the road, opting to skip breakfast, never do that, entirely. Mm. I spent the better half of eight hours driving ten over the speed limit, stopping only to get gas. 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 The survey. Survey. Sleeping in had put me four hours behind schedule, and come nightfall, I found myself on a long stretch of highway, snaking through mountainous woodlands. My eyes drifted between the road and the digital clock on the dashboard. After 12 straight hours of driving, I was cursing under my breath and looking for anywhere to stop for the night. 
When the wood surrounding the highway became so thick that it began to block out the natural moonlight, I sighed and came to the conclusion I might be pulling over to sleep in my car. To my surprise, a sign popped up, indicating an exit for a town. Tynesgrove, population 700. All the tension left my body and in an instant I became more relaxed. The exit took me down a wide canyon road. Made unnerving by the lack of guardrails and low-hanging tree branches, it seemed to reach out for my windshields. Finally, it dumped off, <laughs> Jesus, into a flat forested area which I thought vacant at first. After a moment of driving, I noticed the houses buried deep in the tree line. Just when I... <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait to hear that back, the way you said line of tree line. What did I say? You went, you went tree line. <laughs> That was it's terrifying. It's all that kombucha in my throat. Um, go back, go back, go back. After a moment of driving, I noticed the houses buried deep in the tree line. Just when I began to consider turning round, the dull glow of a gas station appeared in the distance. Knowing I'd need to fuel up to reach the next major town, I decided to pull in alongside one of the pumps. Figure, I figured I'd ask the clerk inside if there were any place I could stay for the night. Reaching into my pocket, I pulled out my wallet, only to realise the pumps were so old, not like and any shiny. No, Can you see yourself in no, them? These are old, yeah. and they didn't take any form of card payment. Shrugging it off, I walked into the store, only to find it empty, literally empty. The entire building was just an open room, no shelves or freezers for storing goods or bodies. <laughs> a gross checkered tile. That's a bit judgmental. A gross checkered tile with numerous stains and cracks dominated the room, accentuated by a flickering light in the back right corner. I stared at the surreal and vacant store in front of me, only snapping back to reality when I saw a cockroach scurrying across the floor. Ugh. Feeling thoroughly unnerved by the situation, I returned to my car and contemplated my next move. My headlights illuminated a two-storey log cabin after I started driving again. It was a cottage nestled between thickets of trees. Moss or ivy appeared to be growing on the outer walls and all of the windows were dark, except for one, which had a faint glow. An uneasy feeling washed over me once I turned the car off. I spent another minute debating if I really wanted to approach that building, which didn't have a single source of light besides the faint glow from the first floor window. Stepping out into the night air, it immediately struck me how eerily silent my surroundings seemed to be. After many camping trips in the mountains and forests, I had grown accustomed to the nocturnal sounds of the wilderness. Owls, crickets, the call of coyotes or fuck... Ooh, what about coyote? Is it a dog? No, I don't know. It kind of, isn't it? What about fox? Oh, my God. He's just been garroted. <laughs> The area around this cabin was dead quiet. Not even the slightest rustling of trees or bushes could be heard. Listening to my own footsteps while approaching the inn made the very hairs on my back stand up. Oh, is that your footsteps? That's pretty good. I'll give you that. The door to the cabin had an old rusting metal sign which read, Open, nailed above. That was really good. Oh my God. You need to go, you need to get a job in Foley. You are very <laughs> good you. at it. Thank you, thank you. I spent another few seconds just staring at the sign. Can you do that one? <laughs> <laughs> Wondering if I should knock or just step inside. Out of nowhere, a rush of hot air ran down my neck with a distinct sensation, which can only be described as someone standing right behind me. Letting out a deep breath, I spun around, heart racing from what I just felt, but nobody was there. 
Chalking it up to a lack of sleep, I turned around and nearly screamed when the face of an old man stood just inches away. He somehow managed to open the door and positioned himself in the doorway without even making the slightest sound. The man wore brown dress pants, uh, and a brown tweed jacket, uh. Wrinkles lined, that was me. Yeah. Wrinkles lined his scowling face, which sat under a messy mop of scraggly grey hair. Mm. What Sounds are like you doing out this time of night? <laughs> don't, don't know why he's an Irish pirate. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice barked in the silence of the night, filled with a rasp and old age. Holding my still beating heart, I drew in a deep breath and closed my eyes. I'm just looking for a place to stay for the night, sir. His eyes narrowed, nearly hiding his hazy green irises. After turning and grumbling, the old man gestured. I've slipped up on that word before. Gestured me to uh, gestured me to follow him inside. Only one vacant room, top floor. It's fifty bucks. It's no. fifty bucks a night. <laughs> Only one vacant room, top floor. It's fifty bucks a night. We walked into a dim lobby, lit by candles and decorated with antiques from a bygone time. The old man stepped behind a counter which held various dusty books and old glass bottles. I pulled out my wallet and offered him my card. He took it, shaking his head and letting out a sigh. Only take cash, son, but I tell you what, you can stay for the night and pay me back later. Mm-mm. That's not good, is it? Mm-mm. Nothing's for free. I can't thank you enough. I Before I could finish, he cut me off. No need to thank me. It's been a good while since I've had a guest come to stay. He paused, leaned in, and displayed a crooked smile. Oh, God. I'm happy to accommodate... Oh, sorry. Um, I'm happy to accommodate you, son. Take a candle here to latch away. Mm-hmm. I've got it there, actually. There you are. Deep south. Standing there speechless, I looked down and saw the room number etched into the face of the key. Room 13. The old man continued to show his unflattering smile as I nodded my head and turned to the hallway. I'm just checking how long. I might have to do this in two parts. Yes, I will. Uh, where was I? Are you okay? Room go 13. To... Yeah, go back to that. The old man continued to show his unflattering smile as I nodded my head and turned to the hallway. Against the dim glow of candlelight, I saw a row of vintage photographs lining the wall. The people in them were dressed from the Victorian era. Walking down the old creaking floorboards, I saw the hallway split into two paths. On the right was the staircase to the second floor. To the left sat the intersection of another hallway, with the vague outline of a deer head mounted on the wall like we saw at Chillingham Castle. Mm. I stared at that mounted head as I approached the staircase, unnerved by the frightened expression it wore on its frozen, dead face. Just when I began to climb the flight of stairs, I saw that fucking deer head move in the peripheral of my vision. Oh, the animals are coming to life. And come back next week for part two. Because it's too fucking long for me to read now. Interesting. I'm quite, I'm, I'm very uh, drawn in by the atmosphere you created oh, there. Oh, thank you so much. Did you like my southern voice? I'm happy to have just something. I haven't had, yeah. we haven't had a guest for it a while. It sounds like hillbilly Texas chainsaw massacre yeah. kind of like. I don't know whereabouts they are, but I'm going to put them in. Let's say south. <laughs> Southern, Southern, Southern America, Southern States of America. Okay, great. All right, shall I, uh, shall I give you, would you like a story? Please. I, I'm desperate. I think something tried to lure me into the woods tonight. I can't sleep at all since this happened. And I'm honestly not sure who else to share this with because I think I'll sound crazy, but I have to get this out there because it's been running through my head and I'm so chilled and mortified. 
I live on this big piece of sort of small farmland with two homes. The house my husband and I live in and the house that is owned by his grandparents a short walking distance away. We have a lot of woods surrounding our land and we get a lot of woodland animals that come through our yard a lot. It's one thing I really love about living here. There's a groundhog family I've got to watch grow up that live by one of our sheds that mind their own business and don't bother any of the small crops my husband's nana grows. Anyway, our dogs kind of just know the territory and walk around freely between our two homes and the large field. I guess you could call them farm dogs, but they don't really do anything. My dog is a three-legged 15-year-old chihuahua that somehow manages to get around better than me. And Nana's really fat beagle who would lick you to death. We're also dog-sitting my mother-in-law's big dog for the 4th of July weekend since she's going to be somewhere with lots of fireworks and he really doesn't like them. And he's familiar with our home. So... Last night, I came out of the bathroom and the big dog starts freaking out, like whining, howling, kind of stomping his feet like he wants to show me something, if that makes sense. This isn't really unusual for him because he gets pretty mouthy when he wants outside, so I started going towards the door, which then he started gesturing with his head towards. So I opened the wooden door before our screen door and he just froze in our kitchen like a statue. My dog then came up behind him and froze too. They both stared directly at me and then turned their heads towards the door in sync, like they were gesturing for me to go outside. Ugh. It was so uniform. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it just felt so wrong for them to do, but at the same time, I assumed maybe there was a skunk outside or something. I went out onto the porch to see our grand neighbor's dog sitting happily on our porch, which made me relax a little. There were very distant sounds of fireworks, so I thought maybe that's what our dogs were on edge about. Then the beagle on the porch did the same thing. Looked at me, nodded his head towards the woods, like a suggestion. I noticed he was sitting uncharacteristically still and wasn't panting and snorting like he usually does. I walked to the edge of the porch and looked around for a bit. Eventually, my eyes landed at this one spot, a perfect hole between the trees that allowed me to stare back deeper into the woods a little bit. And in that spot, I saw a pair of eyes open and blink at me. Oh. The rest is kind of a haze. I just remember thinking, you need to go to the woods over and over again while urging myself not Don't to do know. it. Like I was having a battle with a, a rope pulling me. It suddenly looked like there was grass that was laid perfectly for me to walk on. Like I could point out spots that had been tread on by feet before. The best way I can describe it is like that one Junji Ito story about the fault where people were being lured into their holes. It was like there was a path made for me to walk to this pair of white eyes staring at me in the woods. My husband noticed something was amiss, I guess because he heard the door open and wasn't sure where I was. I always tell him when I go outside to read or sit on the porch for a while. And I kind of just heard him go behind me, what are you doing? I remember saying, I'm just looking. I specifically remember saying that. I would bet money on it that those were the words that left my mouth. My husband kind of started getting worried and started guiding me inside, but I remember saying, I'm just looking. He finally ushered me inside and shut the door, turned around wide-eyed and kind of questioned, um, you do not 
need to go out into the woods. I was really confused. From what I remembered from his perspective, what he should have seen was me standing on the porch staring into the woods. I never mentioned anything about walking out there. I just had the sensation that I should move. It was then he told me that apparently I kept looking out like I was in a trance and saying different variations of, I need to walk out into the woods for a little bit. Oh, I have creepy. no recollection of this at all. I've had weird things happen to me before, but this truly fills me with dread. I don't understand what happened, and I'm honestly really frightened about any of us going outside alone for a bit. I really, really feel like there's something trying to lure us into the woods or something. I like that. And there's some um, comments underneath this oh, story. Um, and someone said, do you mind asking, do you mind me asking where you live? And she said, I'm in Virginia. Virginia. Um, and da, 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 da. and then someone said here specifically with regard to paranormal stuff Virginia is sort of a hot spot with lots of revolutionary and civil war battlefields not to mention cities of colonies and many murders of indigenous people there are tons of ghosts oh but by far the creepiest part of Virginia is the western part when you get into the Appalachian mountains West the Virginia country <laughs> Take me home, country. Na na na, na na na. Get me haunted in Virginia. Um, the Appalachians are crazy old, older than the Atlantic Ocean, older than bones. Jesus. Lots of time for various entities to set up shop, and not all of them are friendly. Oh. I've heard more stories than I can count of something trying to lure people into the woods, appearing outside houses, messing with your head. Sometimes it's bobcats, sometimes it's something more sinister. Rule number one of visiting Appalachia, don't go into the woods at night. No matter wow. what or who you hear calling. Even if it sounds like someone you know calling your name, you stay put. Even the harshest sceptics I know don't mess with that stuff. Oh. So there you go, Appalachian. Thank you, Virginia. Yeah, I think we should go to Virginia. Oh, let's go everywhere. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, we let's should go. Let's go everywhere. Yeah, I think we're tempting fate by going, I mean, maybe not into the woods at night, but... No. Well, no, I'm going to we the woods. Probably I know the woods, baby. Creep of the week. Oh, my God. Okay, so Tim has just come on our headphones to say that he went to West Virginia last year. Tim, our editor, is amazing. And has just said that's the area where you get um, the Mothman. And there's like a Mothman festival. It's like a whole thing. It's like a, um, what the, a, a cryptid. It's one of the cryptids. It's like a proper, well, yeah, saying it's the spookiest area, I think, in the States. I really want to go now. Let's go. A friend of mine went to Virginia recently as well, actually. If we have a <gasps> If we have 100 people saying that they've come to a live show in Virginia, I reckon we go. Yeah. So, Virginians, virgins, <laughs> contact us. Hannah, are you ready for Creep of the Week? Oh, my God, I love some Creep of the Week. Please. Creep of the Week. This Creep of the Week is called... Sienna. 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 Here, Anna. Okay. No, you didn't. That wasn't very funny. Okay. Sometimes I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> It happens to all of... Oh, actually, not me. <laughs> okay, Sienna. Here we go. I wanted to share a really short story involving my daughter, who was three at the time. 
She'd just started at nursery and our chosen route to school briefly cuts through a cemetery and crematorium. On this day, I was already in work and when I checked my phone, I had a missed call from my partner. I called him back and he had sounded the most shaken I'd ever heard him. My daughter is the kindest, sunniest and friendliest little girl I've ever come across and she says hello to everybody she meets. Even just walking down the street, she'll greet everybody. As they'd been walking through the cemetery, she'd been talking to my partner when she suddenly stopped and shouted, Hello! My partner is a bastard for constantly having his head in his phone, so he looked up to see who she'd spoken to. There was nobody there. She shouted again, Hello! and started waving. My partner was unsettled by this point. He spoke to her and said, Willow, who are you talking to? Daddy, it's a lady. Uh, She's waving at me. Vile. She's pretty. Uh, well, <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> she went on to tell my partner she had a princess dress on. At the time, it meant a long dress. My partner looked around frantically and there was still no one there. I can't see her, hun. Where is she? He was hoping she had ducked behind a tree or one of the taller monuments. There, Daddy. Pointing about ten metres away. She's coming over to say hi to me. Oh, my God. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Safe to say my partner pretty much ran her out of the cemetery and avoided it for a couple of days. Ooh, that was a very, very creepy one. Thank you, Sienna. Thank you very much for sending them in, as per usual. The idea that it's gliding, gliding towards them. In a princess dress. No, that meant long dress. Yeah. What? What do you mean? They're saying that uh, obviously her kid calls long dresses princess dresses. Oh, yeah, dresses. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. So it's not like Princess Jasmine, like on a... <laughs> <For> <laughs> like sake. Elsa. Hannah! We're going to do Goosebumps. I'm so excited. Reader beware. Oh, I choose the sky. <laughs> like a deer in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a memory test. You're like... Ooh. Uh, did, did I pick one last time? Yeah, so you wanted to run towards the graveyard. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? You're like, these two teenage ghosts are floating towards you. I stand by that. And you don't want to go through them back into the house because remember, there's another ghost in the house. Yeah. So you're going to run to the graveyard. Yeah. And if you do that, you turn to page 90 fucking three. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. So you choose to go to page 93. Mmm. You turn on your heels and run as fast as you can, straight towards the graveyard. Hey, Jane calls to you. Don't go in there. Oh, sure, you think. She just doesn't want you to escape. Oh, fuck, have I made the wrong choice? You keep running. But the minute you cross the property line from your grandmother's garden... From your grandmother's garden... <laughs> from your grandmother's garden... From your grandmother's garden into the cemetery, a terrible chill runs down your spine. Your whole body feels as if it has turned to ice or stone exposed brick you stop running and begin to move very slowly I am walking among the dead you hear yourself say in a flat voice why did I say that you wonder you are walking among the dead John says right behind you he and Jane float around the graveyard I am a prisoner of the graves you oh. hear yourself say 
You are a prisoner of the graves. John and Jane repeat your words together. You take a few more steps. Your legs are so stiff you can barely move. You look down at your feet and scream. Ah! My feet have turned to stone. Go to page 77. Oh, fuck's sake, you I'm dead. You might have fucked it. Yeah, I think you might. You're going to become a statue, aren't oh, you? I'm so annoyed at myself. It's true. Your feet have turned to stone. So is the rest of you. Help! You want to cry out, but you can't speak. Stone lips don't move. I warned you, Jane says quietly. Fuck! Ha ha, John says, laughing and pointing at you. You're stuck! He wags a finger in your stony face. You'd like to bite him, but you can't. You can't do anything. You're a statue. You've turned to solid stone. See what happens when you walk among the dead, John says. You should have listened to Jane. Don't ever walk with a dead person into a graveyard. It's the most dangerous thing you can do. Well, I don't know that. Now they tell you. Go on to page 113 if you can. I think I'm going to have one more choice and if I fuck it off, I'm going to be dead. Yeah, go on and try it. Try to turn the page, stony fingers. Ah, a bit rude. R.L. Stein is such a joker. Yeah. Right, 113. That sneaked me. I think it might be the end for you. Oh, no. So there you are, standing like a stone statue in a graveyard. You probably think this is the end, don't you? Well, it could have been. But a few days later, the graveyard caretaker comes by. He notices you. Smashed and, it. And realise that you don't belong there. Pretty soon, he figures out he could get a lot of money for a stone statue of a kid. Why? So he backs his <laughs> pickup truck. Why? How many times? How oh, very in demand? after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I just want a rocky kid. Yeah, that's what I want. And oh, my fucking Sound like MJ. So oh, he... all the MJ lovers are going to come for us now. Oh, yeah, I hope they do. So he backs his pickup truck into the cemetery and loads you on it. Then he drives away. He sells you to a garden shop that sells stone statues I'm to dead. put in people's gardens. A few months later, your grandmother walks into the shop and sees you standing there. She can't believe her eyes. A statue that looks exactly like her missing grandchild. She buys you and brings you back to her house. Mm. Unfortunately, your grandmother's house is still haunted, but for some reason, she's never noticed the ghosts floating all around. But you notice them, especially the two ghosts you hate the most, uh. the Luckmayer twins. They spend the rest of eternity teasing you and pinching your stone I'm nose. I'm fucking dead. And you just have to stand there and take it until the end of time. Are you serious? You absolutely got that wrong. <laughs> That's the most fucking annoying thing. You ran I'm genuinely crazy. annoyed. I know. It's always a shame when it ends prematurely. I just, it's so fast. Mm, it's quick. It's quick. Um, well done, Hannah. You're dead. Maybe we'll carry on that next week. Stony faced and dead. I'm going to find one for you next week. Okay. Um... We're going to do You Get and We Get Haunted, so you don't have to. Um, next episode, I'm going to tell Susie's fortune with the cards. But this time, Susie, you're going to do Candyman. Aww. Yes, you are. What? Like the film? Like the film. Candyman. Oh, fuck. Candyman. But you do have to stand up. Get your phone. Doesn't it have to be in a mirror? I know. Why am I saying that? Why am I digging my own no, grave? No, you're going to use your phone, mirror, your phone, you know, camera, whatever. No. What is it? I don't, I've seen the film. It doesn't end well. Oh no, it won't end well for you. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Oh, I look actually. Oh, okay. So 
Very similar to... Oh, God, here she goes. Very similar to Bloody Mary. Mm. Um, what's going to happen is you're going to say Candyman five times, and then later on, um, he's going to come and kill you with a hook. <laughs> with his hoop. With his hoop, with his, with his, with his pierced arsehole. Um, um, hopefully he should appear in the mirror. Are we, can we turn the lights down? Or, no, no? It's, it's really good lighting for me here. Okay. Um, close your eyes. Stand on one leg. What? That's not in the film, yeah, it is. dickhead. Yeah, it is. It's in the game. I'm standing on one leg. I am, look. Okay. Sorry. Right, close your eyes. And you cannot open your eyes till you've said Candyman five times. Yeah? Yeah. So, Why is it, um, it's about balance, this. Yeah, it's about emotional balance. <laughs> right, okay. Set, start whenever you feel ready. Candyman. I, it's hard. Can I balance? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah you can balance, okay, yeah. Okay, ready? Candyman. Candyman. Don't, don't prank me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm waiting for you to do it. I'm scared. Candyman. <laughs> How many was that? You're doing it so fast. Start again and just get in. Can you please get in the zone and stop acting the twat? Open your eyes and look in the mirror. Is he there? No. Maybe he'll come later. Um, when you've done your gig later. Do you reckon? Yeah. Shall I do it quick? Yeah, I, actually, yes. I'd, I'd, I'd really appreciate if you actually did, yeah. Okay. And you need to record it in portrait mode. Oh, my I God. I mean, landscape mode. Landscape do mode. Do I have to record it? Yes, obviously. This lighting is great, isn't it? You, you're not putting... You, it's in portrait, landscape. No! I've done mine does in landscape. Does it work for me? Yes, it does. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, one foot off. Yeah, I have. That's why I'm leaning in. Right, okay. And go. Candyman. 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 Ah! Ah! That actually really scared me. I wasn't recording. <laughs> Just start again. Yeah. Okay. That was really scary. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ready, steady, go. Candyman. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I felt Did like you see your face? <laughs> I wish I'd have turned my camera around. I should have turned my camera around because you went <gasps> <laughs> like true horror film. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was that was actually quite spooky. What? I could have sworn I just saw oh, another thing. Honestly, off. no, I could. I, something caught me out of the corner of my eye in the studio doors. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. We'll let you know um, next week whether or not we did manage to summon. Also, someone, uh, two people have written in actually that um, when we did Hello Kitty Ball Bag episode, I think it's 23, there's a figure that walks behind me at one minute. Fuck one hour off. Does that actually happen? I checked this morning and it, it does. Oh, you need to show me. Okay, me and Susie are going to go off and record another episode of Huns After Dark, which you can get exclusively yeah. on Patreon. It is a brand new episode every week of Huns After Dark, which is me and Susie talking, talking, talking ghost, talking, yeah. creepy, talking, sexy beasts. Yeah. Um, and uh, you get a ghost hunt a month, so join us over on Patreon. Oh, sweet Jesus. For I'm actually on edge. Um, 
And don't forget, if you haven't already, Edinburgh Eddie live B. show on the 26th. And keep Halloween free because you know it. There's we a are, London show. There's a London show. You know when that is, 31st of October. It's a Tuesday. Keep it free. We're on the cusp of confirming our venue. We are very, 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 very close. I'm going to say it because it's out in two weeks. Okay. The Museum of Comedy. <laughs> Which is in a crypt. It's a fucking crypt. So we're doing it in the Museum of Comedy. Uh, we will have tickets available soon. No, already. We'll have... I think by the time this oh, is out... Oh, by the time it's out, yes, of course. Sorry. So, by the time it's out, there's a very good chance that we'll have tickets available. We'll be putting it all on Instagram. Yeah. So we'll have our live show dates for Edinburgh and London. Pick whichever you'd like. And obviously we're going to um, hopefully come to wherever you are. Up north. Up north. We're going to... Scotland, Ireland. We're going to go on a little tour. But um, meanwhile, book your London tickets and we will see you very soon. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.